listening to Indiana Jones in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at the artifacts that make up the world of Indiana Jones. Backstories, histories, and details about some of our favorite characters. And now, here are this week's hosts of Indiana Jones in Character. Hello, welcome back to Indiana Jones in Character, baby. Baby? That's the full title now. We're getting ice... I-J-I-C-B. B? <laughs> yeah, Dave, we're, we're back again, man. Another episode. Another episode. This is like the train in the beginning of the movie that we're about to talk about a little bit. Oh. We just keep rolling along. Are we going to talk about the fake animals? <laughs> Those animals are bad. The giraffes. Oh, that always bothered me how they just look like they're just cardboard head cutouts just hanging out of a sunroof. It's bad. And I always think giraffes, I think they look too small to be giraffes. Yeah, the size is off. Yeah. And when and when the rhino horn comes up through the roof <laughs> in between his legs, yeah, it's clearly not attached to anything, and it's just a guy jamming a horn through the floor of that thing yeah now what's funny though is i read that he was wearing a hat with the horn on it and he did that no 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 <laughs> there was a guy under there with a hat horn <laughs> but dave we're doing an episode that might be one of my top three favorite episodes now i haven't even heard know anything yet but it's it's gonna be awesome you have so you're already putting this in your top episodes and what if i say just garbage i'll still love it okay I but, didn't know that this was so important to you. Because I think, like, what are you, you going to tell me? Because it's, 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 it's one of the top five weapons, I guess. Is this a weapon? I guess it's a weapon. It, like, it can be a lot of things. One of them a weapon. Like, iconic. You know, there's, like, a, there's the, the, the lightsaber. There's Bond's PP7. What else is that? There's Predator's Frisbee disc. <laughs> I'm sure there's a name for it, but I don't know what it's called. It's Froth, Jerry. It's Froth. And what did you say? The PPK, the Walther PPK. Yeah, from 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 Goldeneye. Nice. <laughs> um, but we are doing the actual whip. <laughs> the actual one. The actual whip, which which is can't be the same one in all the movies. Can't be. Like, like no. not not prop wise, just like in Indiana Jones mythology. Like that can't he can't have that whip in all in his his whole life. Well, I found out some cool information, okay. and we did say a couple of weeks ago that we were gonna do the whip, and not surprisingly, we got distracted by other things. But we're bringing yeah. it back. We we always you know like squirrel and we, and we look over there. But yeah, we're we're, we're doing the whip. We are. You're so proud of your sound effects. You know, I actually was thinking, and I know I ain't going to do it, but every time someone said whip, I was going to play this thing. (laughs) (laughs) But I think after a while, we'll get old. (laughs) (laughs) But I laughed, so. As long as you're laughing. All I want to know, Dave, is whip it good. Tell me some stuff. (laughs) You're a big fan of Devo? I only... Isn't there another big song of theirs? That's the only one I know. Oh, okay. I thought they, were, they had two songs, like two big songs that, that I knew, but yeah, Whip It is the only one I know. Isn't that Mark Mothersbaugh? 
the guy from Devo that does all he does a lot of film scores now. He does all of the like Napoleon Dynamite and all like weird shit. Like I think the Wes Anderson movies. You are answering that, the wrong guy that one. That's the guy from Devo, I'm pretty sure. Is it really? Yeah. And those stupid hats. Devo and character. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's what made Devo. That's what made that pyramid, that little round pyramid red hat. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know. But I, I, I like it. Good. Well, we're not talking about them anymore. Okay. <laughs> the first thing I looked up, because it's, it is, we're talking about the whip, but you always hear it referred to as a bull whip. Okay. What's... Right? You've heard that, right? Yeah. And I, I wanted to know why. I wanted to know what the difference is between a whip and a bull whip. Like, it's always like Indiana, jo- <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones's bull whip. So it's used, a bull whip is used in working with livestock. So that's why it's called that. Now, which, to, to which is what hit the ahead. animals? No. And okay. that's what I wanted to look up. I mean, I wanted to know what does someone do with this? I, I assume that it's. It was called a bullwhip. It was. It had something to do with, you know, working with animals. Yeah. It's never, ever to be used to strike an animal. Because if you did that, you really could kill them. Yeah. If, I mean, if you get them in the right spot, you could really, you know, cause some internal bleeding, which would eventually cause death. Um, I mean, I guess from time to time you would maybe do something with it. But it was ne- it was not intended to strike them. It's really to make the sound. To what, like scare them to not to go that way or to go that way? Either. To direct them. When you throw a bullwhip correctly, it makes that sound. And what that sound is, is a tiny, tiny sonic boom, which trains the animals then. Isn't a sonic boom, like, doesn't that hurt your ears and, like... And, like, stop time and the sun <laughs> and the moon? I I I know. I would assume so. This is a tiny one, though. The yeah, flick. The, you, have to throw it, you have to throw it correctly. But the flick of the end of it is what causes that sound, which is what is used to train the animals. That, that's, okay. that's cool. That it's a sonic, is that an actual sonic boom? Like, I never knew, like, that exists at all, you know? Like, that small. Right. Well, I found it interesting, too. That's yeah. it. And I just want to know what the deal was with the bull whip. So now we get into the official timeline of Indiana Jones and the whip. Okay. First time he ever sees a whip as a, at the age of seven, he watches a whip act in a circus. And he's, like, infatuated with it. He doesn't hold one. He doesn't touch one. But he watches a circus act involving whips at seven. It's the first time he ever sees one. Okay, I like that. 1912 we're going to. First time he ever uses one is what we see in The Last Crusade. Aboard the Dunn and Duffy combined circus train, the stuff that we see in the movie. With cardboard animals, yes. (laughs) With cardboard animals. (laughs) And they have that perfectly set up. I mean, he backs up into the wall and the whip's hanging on the wall and he grabs it. He doesn't know what to do with it, obviously. And it's brilliant writing to explain the scar. We all loved it. Absolutely. And that's, that's the thing. Like river Phoenix and all too, like from mosquito coast and all like he does, he does a great job, like impersonating a young uh, Indy, which is 
so good. And I wish he was still around to, you know, to, to be in these next movies. Like, you know? Yeah. He's got the mannerisms. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't necessarily do an impression, but he's got his mannerisms. He's got his facial Perfect. expressions. He's got it all down. Um, and when that happened, any kind of reconning, I love when people do that. Oh, and they do it a lot in the stuff that we talk about star Wars and back to the future and stuff like that. But when it's done officially, like it was in this case, this isn't like somebody doing it in a, in a novel where fans talking about it online. This is the actual filmmakers explaining that scar, which he, he could have lost an eye. Could have, you know, like a little, yeah. little bit higher. He would have had a patch. Yeah. But I, I love that. And this is, you and I were just talking before we recorded about, I know this has anything to do with uh, Indiana Jones, but we were just talking about uh, Dr. Sleep is yes. on HBO max now. And, they have been releasing director's cuts. So there's a three-hour cut of Dr. Sleep on right now. Oh, my. How, oh geez. I love, it's the, it flies by. Okay. I love that. And I never noticed this, but um, Ewan McGregor plays grown-up Danny Torrance, and Ewan McGregor has blue eyes. Yeah. The kid from The Shining has brown eyes. I never noticed that. Like and and I don't really care. So right. Rather than color his eyes or make him wear contacts, it's just like who gives a crap? Yeah, I don't even I didn't even catch that either. Yeah, if the Ewoks blink, I don't care. All right, right. But in the director's cut, they explain why. And if you don't okay. want to know, if you're going to watch the director's cut and you really care about, I mean, if you don't care about Shining as much as I do, I I'm love surprise. Yeah, I'm dying to know. I'm going to watch it either way. If you tell me or not, I, I want to know. Okay, so um, there's a scene where the kid, there's a lot of flashbacks in that. There's a kid that plays young Danny. He looks in the mirror, and, he, and he's got his brown eyes. He closes his eyes and opens his eyes and looks in the mirror, and his eyes are blue. And they don't even say anything about it then. You're just like, okay, well, that was weird. Yeah, well, it doesn't even explain how he did that. They do later. Ooh. It's something that he can do. Um, the scene that everybody went nuts over is the scene between Ewan McGregor and Henry Thomas as Jack Torrance. Yes. It's extended in the director's cut. And in the scene where he's talking to him at the bar, um, Ewan McGregor's pouring his guts out. It's so well acted. He's so great. He says something to him about how he couldn't even look at his mother sometimes because when she looked at him, she knew that she saw his eyes, Jack's eyes. Like the, like the insane, crazy person's eyes. He had his dad's eyes. And, and when she would look at him, it was kind of like she couldn't even look at him sometimes. And he says, so I changed that so she wouldn't have to look at your eyes. Wow. Isn't that great? That's great. But how? what power does he have to change colors? I don't know. Is he like a chameleon <laughs> or something? What's going on? <laughs> But I love I love stuff like that. As long as it makes sense and it's entertaining. Yeah. Explain the scar. Explain the eyes. I love I wish more filmmakers would do stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm sorry for my diatribe about the I Shining. I know you you love the Shining and 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 that the uh, hotel room and you love anything about that movie. I I go nuts for it. That's awesome. All right. Back to the whip. Okay. He still doesn't own one. He's a kid. I mean, kids don't have whips. No, that's yeah. You you can't have it. And then, and if he did, it would be bright orange, 
So you <laughs> yeah. wouldn't hurt yourself or hurt, or someone might think you have a real whip. That's funny. If they sold it at Toys R Us, it would be bright orange. Bright orange, <laughs> yeah. You know, it would have a button to make. I actually have a toy whip. I borrowed. I think. I think when Crystal Skull came out, you hit a button and it made the sound effects. You and your sound effects. Yeah, I'm like I'm like I'm like the white Michael Winslow. <laughs> the next year after the events of the circus train, 1913, and this comes from Young Indiana Jones and the Tomb of Terror. It's a young adult novel. Oh, young adult. Which is tr- setting up really the timeline of all this kind of stuff. He finds a whip and an adventure in King Tut's tomb while fighting the evil German archaeologist Gustav von Trapper. Okay. And he wounds him with it. He finds it there. He picks it up. He uses it. So this is the second time now he's ever used a whip. He still doesn't own one. He's getting a little bit better, I'm guessing, then. A little bit better. Okay. Three years later, 1916, this is from the TV show. In fact, it's the pilot episode of the TV show. He's in Mexico, and he's fighting a Greek uh, thief named Demetrius. Demetrius, I found out, is played by Vic Tablian, who was Baranka and the Monkey Man in Raiders. Oh, I wish that was on Disney Plus, the old young Indiana Jones stuff. Yeah, I've never seen a second of it, but I would watch it if it was on there. I've seen a few. I think I don't think I watch it regularly, but I, I saw the one where Harrison played himself, you know, an older Andy. But yeah, it's been forever since, since I've seen any of that stuff, you know. Well, Monkey Man Vic Tablian is the villain in the pilot episode of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. This guy steals artifacts, so Indy breaks into his house to steal artifacts away from him. This guy, it sounds almost like a Bond villain. This guy had an iron claw. It's like Inspector Gadget's villain, right? Yeah, Yeah, it sounds kind of goofy. But Indy, Indy tries to whip him, and Demetrius catches it with his iron claw mm. and uh, takes it. So takes it forever? Like you can't have this back? Yeah, it's still not his whip. He's uh, just like okay. he's just finding whips and using them. He doesn't own a whip yet. How many whips are just laying around? How many whips in your life, Dave, have you seen just laying around? You would be surprised, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> you right. don't know what I'm into. Yeah. No, I don't. Do you have a basement like a dungeon or something over there? <laughs> Bring out the gimp. He's asleep. <laughs> well, let's go wake him up. <laughs> so during World War One, he uses whips at times um, in his involvement in the war. And it's not always for weaponry. Like you said, you know, is it a weapon? A lot of times he's using it to climb, to rappel, to Listen, swing. I have a problem with this, though. Now, I'm going to stop you. Okay. Because... Every I always question this when you have when he does the whipping whatever in Raiders or, or Crusade we swings when he does the whip there's there's no way a whip goes up around something and and latches <laughs> am I right no am I right it doesn't latch so stern and tight that you can use your body weight to swing or climb it's it doesn't it doesn't do that I don't think a whip can do that. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> it it does wrap around and then it holds. It it how's it hold? It's not it's not connecting to itself to like I don't I I don't agree with that. I don't think a whip can do that in real life. 
No. <laughs> the one that I think of is the swinging that he does in Last Crusade again yeah. when he swings into the room that they're holding Henry Sr. in. But but doesn't he this is weird, doesn't he whip like on like on um electric lines or something? Yeah, it almost looks like it's like a telephone yeah. wire looking thing. He 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 sw- he hits it, swings across, stops, sw- uses the same throw to swing into the next room. Yeah, and then he then he just does little I'm going to unwhip it and it gets it gets delatched or detached from the thing and back in his pocket. Yeah, I I hear what you're saying. Okay. If anyone out there owns a whip, can you videotape yourself swinging and see if it latches? It connects. It's not going to work. <laughs> we're going to have somebody like lose an eye and we're going to get sued. <laughs> just, I hope just, you're happy. Just get that. If you get that, or, or just do film yourself getting that scar on your chin because that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So 1922 is a big year for Indiana Jones, okay? For whips, okay. He gets his very own whip. I guess he figures it's time. <laughs> After stealing every, you know, 13 whips on, on his journeys. Yeah. After just luckily finding them anytime I need them because they yeah. are just lying about. Bunch Maybe of, I should get my own. Bunch of shit. There's no whips anywhere. No one has a whip hanging anywhere. Not, not anymore. Maybe yeah. back then they did. But this is his big year, okay? He graduates from the University of Chicago in 1922. Okay. He starts studying at the Sorbonne in France. And in August of that year, he meets Rene Belloc for the first time in Iraq. Oh, okay. So it's a big year. And he gets the whip. So lots of things <laughs> happening. Okay. He, he also decides that year that he will always, and I mean always, have it with him. Um, there was a, there was a plate. He was in Greece. He was in a place called Delphi in Greece and he needed it to climb and swing in this adventure and he didn't have it and he almost died. So he decides like, I, I'm all, this is going to be like, you know, my everyday thing. Like Adam Sandler phone wallet keys, (laughs) but this is a phone wallet whip Whip. and keys. (laughs) (laughs) And he even has that the clip built into his gun belt then like when it's when he rolls it up into a circle he's got a like a little clip that he clips it into his belt i do love that i do think that's so cool how it's just hanging from his waist seriously yeah yeah Yeah. so he has that built into his gun belt so that this is now not only just an accessory it's a necessity this is his his iphone (laughs) he takes it everywhere own wallet, passport, keys. Even in the bathroom, he's taking a dump and he's holding his whip. Sure. <laughs> if the toilet paper's far away and you you can't spare a square, you this gotta whip some over. <laughs> this is true. And by 1925, Marion Ravenwood sees him practicing with it every day. Now, I'm not a whip expert, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, how long, how much time do you need to put your arm up and throw the whip. I think, I bet if you and I had one of those, <laughs> we would either hurt ourselves right. or not be able to do anything remotely close to, you know, anything with it. Okay. All right. Because I'm, I'm trying to think how, much, how many hours. I mean, if you want to learn a piano, guitar, whatever, or language, it takes, it takes forever. Mm-hmm. 
But holding it like a like a string, <laughs> a long string, I guess, and and doing that, it's like I mean, I guess you gotta have some talent, I guess, you know. Absolutely. From yeah. from twenty two to twenty five, I mean, he's practicing with it every day to become the expert that he is. Okay. All right. And I'm I'm accepting this cause it's indie. <laughs> right. And after that, the rest is legend. He is a master of the whip, and we get to watch the greatest character in movie history use it through three films. Notice I said three. I did. I was just about to, Does he use it in part four or no? He does. I didn't even Oh he does up top in the opening. Yeah. Don't so, need to see that. But, <laughs> but that that's part of the that's a franchise, Dave. You have to accept it all. You can't just pick and choose what you like. Oh, I'll pick and choose, my friend. <laughs> I decide what a franchise is, not them. <laughs> all right. I researched real whips. Uh, just because I don't know anything about them. I love them and think they're cool, too. But because of this. I mean, yeah. if there was no Indiana Jones, I don't give a shit about a whip. Right. I'm not no, no lion tamer. I don't care, you know? Right. So I re- researched real whips. The preeminent whip maker in the world is a man named David Morgan. And those are the whips that are used in the movies. Um, Indy uses a David Morgan 450 series whip. And I looked them up on the actual David Morgan site, like not even Indiana Jones stuff. You can go on this website to buy one for yourself, and they even have a whole tab. I think I heard about this, yeah. Indiana Jones whips, they go for about $1,000. Oh, my God. Like if you want one that looks like one in the movie, you could have one if you have $1,000. Are you going to tell me what they're made of? Yes. Okay, good, because I have a question. Okay, that's my next question. All right. In the movie, 30 whips were used, and they were all different lengths. They went from anywhere from 6 feet to 16 feet. How? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine how long? Like, if you and I lie down, we're we're both just under 6 feet, I think. Yeah. You, might be, you might be 6 foot. I think I'm 5'11". Yeah. I mean, so a whip as long as us. That's not that long. But 16 feet? That is, and then that's, and you could tell sometimes in in certain scenes, like he needs one to you know to go super long to climb, or then there's one just to floss his teeth or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. The one, the one time I think I always noticed the length of the whip. Yeah. Is in the basket chase scene when he's kind of cornered, and those it's the it's the scene with the guy and the fruit, and the guy stabs the fruit, and, and the apples are on still the stuck on him. Yeah. Yeah. He does this really cool move where there's a bunch of guys around him, and he's just trying to keep them away from him. Mm-hmm. He's not even trying to whip them, but he's just he's just letting it loose to keep them at bay. He's trying to like sonic boom them. <laughs> he is, yeah. And the whip to me in that scene looks extremely long. Yeah, 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 yeah it does. The one that Ford used was ten feet long. Most of the whips in the movie were about ten feet long. Um, some of the other ones were different lengths for different stunts, depending on what they needed, like you said. But right. the one that, that he has rolled up and the one that he used you know, in almost every shot was about 10 feet long. Is it, is it wrong to say if I was on that set, I would have stolen one of those whips? <laughs> <laughs> I is know it, you would have. <laughs> is it wrong to say? I would have, I would have, I would have took more than one. Yes. How many did you say were on the set? Like 30. Th- yeah, come on. They could spare two. <laughs> Now, they are usually made of kangaroo hide, but it was hard to get kangaroo hide during the shooting of Raiders. They couldn't import it for some reason, so the the whips in Raiders are made of calf hide. 
Yeah, well, I was I always thought they were made of like of, of of cows, I guess, you know. Yeah, but if you buy one online now, I think it's I think it's kangaroo, or at least some of it is. There was very technical things about the whip that I didn't really write down because it was a lot to go into. But some of them were some of them were calf hide that that were overlaid and braided with partial kangaroo hide. You know, it's like these are very technical and hard to make. They're they're gorgeous, really, when you look at them. Yeah, it looks like like a like like when a girl braids their hair, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, it goes yeah. back and forth and shit. Yeah, they're really they're really, it's it's a really weird weapon that one of the greatest characters has, kind of thing. You know. Yep. <laughs> yep. And that's I mean that was the way they always tagged it after the first one. The man with the hat and the whip is back. You know, it was like yeah. it became. It became part of the things. Like if you had, to, you know, are on a game show, and you only could do like one word, like what is that pyramid? Yeah, or or, or password. Is it a password? Yeah, like like I, I'm I'm imagining like somebody saying like the hat, the whip, mm-hmm. snakes, uh, things about Indiana Jones. Ding, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this is what you say. What do you think he puts on first, the hat or the whip? Well, the hat never comes off, so. <laughs> This is true. That was a dumb question to ask. You're right. <laughs> By Crystal Skull, additional whip makers are added. Their names are Terry Jacka and Joe Strain, but also still the David Morgan whips. So they get everybody in on this. It's a, what it's a did, big deal. What did David Morgan do before the whip? Like He, he must have had a boring-ass life <laughs> until... He created, until Indiana Jones? <laughs> yeah, until he created the whip for this for the franchise, you know? I love it. Yeah. The real whip, the one that was used the most in Raiders of the Lost Ark, was given to Steven Spielberg as a gift after the shooting was over. It's, uh, by who? By, by him? I guess by the prop people. By you know, oh. like, Really, in, in anything, you're not allowed to take props I or your costume ever. Like, that's a big no-no. I mean, I do local theater. You don't take shit ever. I mean, that's like a big deal. Um, so this, this is true. I mean, I know people do it all the time. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. But it was given to Steven Spielberg, and because he's Steven Spielberg, he donated it to UNICEF so they could sell it and raise money. Like, I mean, he could have kept it in a glass box in his office, but he was like, here, you take this, and you can auction it off for charity. Is it wrong to say I would have never done that? No, I, I know you wouldn't have. I would have gotten a case and shined some lights on it and have someone stand guard by it. <laughs> stand guard! <laughs> <laughs> you know? I would, have, I, would, I would have that thing, you know. <sighs> well, this is going to be your trivia question. Okay. Because they did auction it off to raise money. Oh, Jesus. And a private collector bought it. For how much money? I've got three choices here for you, and uh, I don't think you could afford it in any aspect of my choices. Okay. Okay. All right. Three. Uh, did it, um, did, did they know? Sell... Did they tell you who it was, or just to this day still they don't know who who bought it? Private collector. Uh, they, well, who is it? I don't know. <laughs> who has? Is it my neighbor? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I know you're going to be rooting around. I was going to say, if it is my neighbor, it's it's their last day they're going to have it. <laughs> Did they spend fifty six thousand dollars 
$116,000 or $216,000 on the whip from Raiders of the Lost Ark. I want to go in the middle, 116. 216 sounds sounds way too high. But it's probably that. I'll, I'll say I'll say 116. The whip went for $216,000. Oh and it worth was worth every, every penny. penny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, the, whoever got that must be like a gigantic, you know. When yeah. what year did you say what year it was? When uh, it wasn't that long ago. I had uh, I, I don't have the site up now. Man. It was a few years ago. That's that's awesome. I mean, yeah. Hey, if I this is this is a total. I'm going way off track here, and 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 hate me if you like, if you want to, right? If I had thirty one million dollars today, right now, guess what I would buy? It's it's on the market for thirty one million. It hasn't seen anything happen. It's getting demolished. It's going to get destroyed. I would buy it and and do something with it. Destroyed? Yeah, it's getting it's getting demolished. It's going to get all torn down. I don't know. Neverland Ranch. Oh, really? Yeah, it hasn't seen. No one's been working there or whatever since nine, whatever the nineties or something. It, they're they're talking about just plowing it down. And if I had thirty one million today, I would buy it. <laughs> and no one's interested in buying it That's because it was Michael Jackson's place yeah. and. And you know what, you know what the, happened, and and what was said, and okay. and everything. Like like if it's a it's a shame because you know I would it would be cool it'd be cool if if what happened didn't happen and he passed and everything happened that would be like an amusement park like a museum of Michael Jackson stuff, which I for me that would be heaven. But because what yeah. happened, they're not they don't they're just destroying it. I'm kind of surprised that it isn't already. A Graceland type, yeah, exactly. Museum, yeah, and and there are a lot of people that would have a huge problem with that, but those people also don't have to go to it. Well, I was th- I was thinking that too. Yeah, if you don't if you don't want to go and you know and walk don't around, go. yeah, I would love yeah. to see like this the, the everything that's going on there. You know what happened and the props and the jackets and everything. You know, yeah. Well, but I don't have this- thirty-one million dollars, so I can't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> this indie thing, I mean, I don't know what ended up happening with it, but it it's funny that he's always like, it belongs in a museum. That indie whip belongs in a museum. Well, isn't there one at the Smithsonian? I don't know. It might be. I mean, like I said, there was a ton of them. I feel yeah. like I've seen one. Um, you guys make fun of me all the time because I love <laughs> the great movie ride. Oh, at, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. At Disney. Yeah. And the the queue line for the great movie ride when you would walk through it would have Hollywood props, and I mean major stuff, like the ruby slippers from The Wizard of Oz and stuff. Yeah. Um, one of the helmets or eggs or something from Alien. You know, it was like real stuff yeah, yeah. that you would get to walk right next to, and it was in, you know, thick glass. But I think one of the whips was in there. So I did get to see one once. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, it's iconic, you know. Totally. I, I'm looking at my standee of him holding his whip and my signed poster of, you know, the classic above his head smiling at you with the whip. It's gorgeous. It is and gorgeous. And that's all I got. And and like I mean, there's some backstory, but it's like all Indiana Jones things. There's not ever a lot a lot. But uh it gives us 
at least a jumping off point to talk about some of the things we like. And there's nothing that, that you can't like about this. No. It's 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 that that's what makes Indy his his whip in his hat. You know what I mean? I don't even though he, even his, his pants are cool. <laughs> even even the brown trousers and all, you know, which which if you're in the desert and you're doing all kind of adventures, just wear shorts. You know what I mean? He's got to protect himself from brush burns. I I guess when snake bites can't bite through trousers, I guess. And sunburns. And yeah, and sunburns. Yeah, this is true. And poison ivy, you know, gets on your leg. Well, that's what it was. It was more all the poison ivy in the desert. Yeah, you know, poison oak and stuff. You, you don't want that because then it, you know, that scams, you know, and then you scratch it and then it pours down your legs some more. Indy, what's wrong? Poison sumac. <laughs> oh, Dave, that was an excellent episode about the whip, one of the greatest weapons. Like, seriously, it's a lightsaber, a whip. Come on, like, well, what other major weapons are out there? Robocop's gun? No. What? You have such a hard-on for RoboCop. I do have a hard one for RoboCop. I don't know why. It's RoboCop. <laughs> okay. That explains it all. <laughs> it explains it all. I don't want to get you know, into full detail, but it's RoboCop. Well, thank you, Dave, for telling me all about the whip. It was my pleasure. And I, I, guess, I guess our next episode after this one, we're going to be doing the greatest trivia ever. Mm-hmm. For the greatest Indiana Jones movie ever. You betcha. And I can't wait to hear you and your son fight about, you know, all the correct answers with your and your I will know, he will know more. He knows more about that than I do. Like, what? Yeah, I, I don't even know much about it, but tune in next time after this episode that we talked about, oh, I fucked up, the whip. <laughs> so, all right, well, thank you, Dave, and um, if you have a whip, whip it good. Thanks for listening to Indiana Jones in Character. Indiana Jones in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit www.neozaz.com. The Indiana Jones in Character podcast is not endorsed by nor affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. All Indiana Jones characters, places, and situations are copyright Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit neozaz.com for the latest Indiana Jones in character episodes and information. Give me the whip. Throw me the idol. No time to argue. Throw me the idol. I throw you the whip. Give me the whip.
Say, 